Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening to the show. The number here, 1-800-289-9228. And we also want to tell you we appreciate, but also ask you to continue to tell people about this program. That is how we grow by leaps and bounds. And we appreciate you doing that. It's all one big family, and we appreciate you being part of that family. Let's go out to um, Professor Byron P. Democritus. Professor, welcome to the program, and I hope things are going well over at Contrarian University. Well, they are, Mr. Beeston, and the ladies of liberty. Let me tell you what we are doing. Our law students have started a class action lawsuit on behalf of the kids that will now not get to be born at UAB and other places through their mother's womb. And, and we are doing this very rapidly because we do not want the Department of Horrendous Retribution to get to these kids, Nancy Buckner, to get a clause on them. They'll be in a worse state than they ever were. And the monies are going to go to, are you ready for this acronym, Allison? I got my pen. Wait, 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 wait. Start over. Start over. Unfertilized, neutralized kids negated over court kidnapped environmental dwelling. Unknocked. Uh, unknocked. <laughs> the mothers that could not have these children are going to help us participate. And uh, anyone that wants to contribute to the cause, just contact us over here between the bus stop and Auburn uh, University. We got Columbia University lawyers helping us. Y'all have a nice day. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> I hope um, that was good. That, <laughs> that unknocked, was really good. That unknocked program goes goes well. Mm. Do we want to bring that up? The UAB UAB mm-hmm. starting to they kind of get on my nerves sometimes. They were big into take the jab, take the jab, take mm-hmm. the jab with with the experts. Take the jab. You must take the jab. They they like their little political statements, don't they? They do. They have their flags out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had the transgender flag out. They've had the mm. pride flag out. I don't think they had the BLM flag, but yeah, had, it was they on had Ramadan um, and stuff. They, they act, wait a minute. I need to go back and look at pictures. I think maybe they did. Really? But they also um, love them some vaccines and still actively promote them. I see mm. them regularly. Regularly. I have zero respect for them. I do not. So why did they come out? Because I would expect, this is what I would expect from a research institution to. Look at the IVF situation, and we've we've talked about it on this show. And I and I wish some of the people out there who were worked up and they're and they're saying all the things they're saying on social media, et cetera, especially some younger ladies, um, would kind of weigh in because we've had questions. We've had questions about the process, and and I understand statistics. I understand that. I understand best chances and, and those kinds of things. But I would really expect a an institution of um, scientific institution, a research institution like UAB, to be on the cutting edge of oh, well, you know what? <clears throat> that kind of d- there are some ethical questions there, and well, maybe we can do some things a little bit different. But what has UAB done? They have decided that they're just going to cut out the in vitro fertilization uh, services. Is that, is that, am I right? Yeah, they've mm-hmm. halted the services because they're afraid of legal ramifications mm-hmm. if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They couldn't, That's funny. They couldn't halt the COVID vaccines in case something went wrong, could they? Uh, no, Scott. Mm, that was, uh, no, we will make, we will force everyone we can to take it. But this time, oh my. It's, Did they ever stop being, doing the chop shot? Weren't they whining about not being able to cut up little children too? Mm-hmm. Did, yes. the, the transgender yes. 
thing, chopping. Did y'all chop an ad or whatever? Did y'all see the email? Somebody sent me the email about the VCAP law going into effect that they sent out. Did y'all get that what too? What is VCAP? The, the Vulnerable and Child uh-oh. Compassion Act. Act. That act. And that they I couldn't like the, do any of the hormone. I like the know, Don't Chop. The Don't Chop Act. Right. Um, and it was just so sad. They are distraught over not being able to mutilate healthy children's bodies. Mm-hmm. So distraught. Mm. I'll have to go back and, and see right. if I can find it. Who is making the decisions over there? Did, I think I did. I think I was on that email list. But yeah, they are distraught. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to tell you that when people have gone back with side effects after the jab, mm-hmm. they can't quite tell them why they have side really? effects. Well, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably something else. It was an underlying health condition that had been previously uh, unnoticed. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Had gone, what is the word? Un- unrecognized. The doctors have a certain... Undiagnosed? That's it. Oh, thanks, Alice. That Thank was, you. Very yeah. good. Ding, ding, ding. Previously undiagnosed. You sure it's not that shot? No, I'm, I'm sure. Have y'all seen the VAERS data graph? Did I send that to y'all? Hey, let me ask a question. If you make everybody take the shot, did it add to the IVF clients? Uh, sir, it did, based on the statistics. Oh. Mm, well, they are mad over there, I bet. Mm. But they, I mean, you know, figure it out. All they said, all the court said was, hey, look, you know, this, it's a person. there's something to this. These are fertilized. These are little little people. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. By the what, way, that their medical they claim school that teaches it is? are humans because life begins at conception. Yes. And their textbooks say so. So. Hmm. I mean, but it is what we talked about, that this, this is maybe the first case that I know of um, in the country that has made this statement. And so it is going to be a very messy uh, yeah. kind of. <clears throat> it was a question that the here. medical community, the research facilities, et cetera, the UABs of the world, should have grappled with before. Right. Because they're the ones in the know. And then so now in 2024, we're all kind of here grappling with it because the court said, you know, that, that's, that's what you say. Those are, those are human beings. So you got to, there's got to be some liability. Well, did y'all see um, Mayor Woodfin? You know, there were shootings this past, probably, I think four people died like in the past week, mm-hmm. maybe less than that in Birmingham. And one of them was Mayor Woodfin's cousin. Okay, and so then he goes on to talk about the deaths and how we need to make things right in Birmingham, which is ironic because he's the reason it's in such disarray. Make things right in Birmingham because we need to fight for justice for his cousin that died and the unborn child he that, that she so was carrying. Yes. Really? yes. And that's going to come back to bite him. And I'm like, that's so ironic that when it works and it helps their narrative, they want it to be a child. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, they're fine to say it's just a clump of cells. Right. So it, it's just. Was what Amy Beth said a couple of days ago. The definition, their whole narrative depends on whether that little child is wanted or not wanted. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. The wants. I won't, I won't. I don't want. And that's what matters. That, that is what defines the child. It's not whether it's viable. It's not whether it's a, a human being. It is an unwanted something or a wanted something. Mm-hmm. And if it's wanted, it's valuable. And if it's unwanted, 
do away. That is not the way it works with uh, people I, made in the image of God. It is not. And I saw that Nikki Haley weighed in on this as well. Did she? Big Nick. And Big Nick says Baker's that. Yeah. <laughs> one to go. 12 down. She said that to her, that little embryo is a baby. And I was like, huh. Good. Good for you. That's kind of antithetical, though, to what I feel like she was saying before. Allison, that's because you're an astute observer and this is your job. Look at me. It's the glasses. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, so isn't smart. that? And that's what I said to myself. Huh. Nick? Because wasn't she like really squishy on life and abortion? Because not only did we watch that first debate together and compared yes. notes. Yeah. But then we've listened to her subsequently over the last several months, and she's like, well, 15-week ban, but I don't, you know, I mean, she's really soft on abortion. And then when this looks to be in her favor, like it would be for Randall Woodfin, ding, 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 I am your pro-life champion. Mm. Vote for me. What she'll say, though, is what she said is that an embryo... Is what? What was her quote? An embryo to me, to me, is a baby. Is a baby. Okay, but what she's going to say is, well, I mean, not everybody has the same beliefs that I do. Exactly. And My so truth all for her right, 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 way out, right. which is also you're back to the wantedness situation. Mm -hmm. To me, but to them, and so here comes truth, and truth is always there, staring up at us, going, "Are you going to recognize me or not? Because I'm going to be here, whether you think it is for you." Or not. Mm -hmm. I kind of see a bunch of these like, um, I know the husbands will understand this. Uh, maybe you're doing something, you say something, and your wife says, well, you shouldn't have said that, or you should have done that, or what are you doing? And you're like, you're just so mad. And then you get really mad when you go, oh, crud, she may be right. That just makes you more angry. And, and these, these kinds of conversations mm. make people angry when the truth is sitting there and they really don't like it. It's a roadblock to what to their worldview. And, and that's why some people get very, very angry about it because it's right there. You, you, right. you know the truth and to, to get around it, you've got to ignore it. And that makes people kind of lose their mind sometimes. I'm not saying that any of these questions are easy. Right. They're emotionally charged like y'all had said before. But I think some of the anger is because of the truth there. We're, we're not just talking about some main, mundane thing, whether it's, you know, is that coffee or is it not? It's, it matters. I think it'll be interesting to watch Nikki Haley, watch Randall mm -hmm. Woodfin play Twister with their words and see what they come up with and, and how, how are they going to spin their way out of They'll these They'll never things. be asked, though. They, won't, they probably won't have to spin out. What they'll do is what the press always does is go to the conservative person. Mm-hmm. And then try to get them wound up in a knot. That's true. And they'll let their leftist buddies, mm. who should be clearly in a knot, they just get to cruise. Mm. So let's go out to uh, T.S. Randall will be up right after that. T.S., welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Oh, hang on a minute. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> oh, you're in trouble. Okay, a uh, week or two ago. Yes, ma'am. Remember when we were talking about cremation and stuff? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Hold on. So just one second, T.S. Does this go along, Allison, with your own topic? I mean, this is a topic what? from a couple yes, weeks ago. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just making sure there's continuity. Life and death, Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Life. It has to do with life and death. 
Showgirls, oh, it's the Infinity Get It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my girls. They love my names. Okay. My cousin, my first cousin, this is still where you get cremated. Hold, hold, wait, wait, wait. That is the classic start of a story in Alabama. My cousin. Talking my cousin. My first cousin. Okay, my sorry. first cousin from Texas, okay? I'm yes, not from here. I'm from Tejas. Yes, Don't make me drive up there. Okay. Listen. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love it when he says yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> here we go again. There is this company, and you can get cremated and put, okay, now it just depends on what level you want to buy from them. You can put your ashes in a rock, and they take you out to a reef, you know, a sea reef, to help the sea life. Hello? <laughs> no, I'm just listening. So they basically mix you up in the concrete barrel. No, and no, 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 no. You have your own rock, Scott. They don't make, no. they don't mix you in and make you into rock. They hollow out a rock and stick you in it. Yes, sir. Okay, it's so much no, easier to do it my way. Listen, listen. <laughs> if you want the party boat where all your friends and family go out with you to be sunk on one of the reefs, and they're on the um the little radar thing, what's it called? You know where you can see the reefs. Come on, Scott. Sonar. Sonar? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, you can either go for the super premium cremation rock thing, or, mm -hmm. you know, if you just want to get a little baby rock and just go out there and be dropped <laughs> off with another party, that's okay, too. That, the party just boat food. part sounds like a lot of fun. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, I would yeah. love that. T.S., we got to take a break. I that sounds that, fun. That's, that's fantastic. That's something I did not know. We'll be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, and I'm going to Randall, no matter what Allison and Amy Beth say. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for your patience. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Oh, man. I think patience. Thank y'all for getting up and turning this on. Then ain't the other way around, man. Thank y'all. Well, and, thank you, Randall. So nice. Yeah. And, and 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 just so everybody, you know, everybody probably like, man, I wonder what Randall's sitting there thinking on hold. They talk about life's conception, and he just murdered one and laid his own ring. Like, yeah, I understand I'm going to hell. Like, but I, I'm here to protect my daughter. My daughter thinks that it was un, 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 undeveloped tissue. And uh, until she figures out on her own, I mean, yeah, she probably will. And it's my fault for probably not having a church, and that's a good thing. But I'm taking this ride to the flames for her. So, I mean, y'all don't look at her no different because she don't know no different. And uh, it's, it's, and I, I, I made it that way for a reason because I, I can take it. And uh, Randall, I, you I are not... Don't say that you're going to hell for that. And so... But on to the, on to the moon stuff. And yes, what we sir. know we can prove with fact. Okay. Uh, if, if, if we know when it comes back, they ha it's doing eleven thousand miles an hour when it's when it before it hits the uh, Earth's contour, before it hits the, what you call the the first uh, the atmosphere, or the upper atmosphere. atmosphere. Okay. So we we go around the atmosphere and it uses brakes. That's what they tell us. So we use uh -huh. atmospheric brakes. We're going from eleven thousand miles an hour. We use the atmospheric brakes and we're going down and it's doing twenty five miles an hour when it hits the ocean. 
Where, where's the steam at? How does that flotation device not melt? Where's all this heat that we know for a fact, scientific proof, that it would have happened if that really happened what they're telling us happened? There would be steam coming off that thing when it hit the ocean like crazy, people. Like, we, we, they can't even lie to us good. Like, they lie. <laughs> we we got to quit. We, we got to take their studies and make them, make them slap them in the face with it. We know for a fact you cannot go from 11,000 mile an hour to 100 mile an hour without heat being caused some way, somehow, somewhere. Heat has to be involved. And if it That's was... what they have all those heat shields for. Those okay, little well, tiles. How, well, how is that plastic thing not... How's steam don't hit it? Why ain't no steam coming off of it? Right, let's say they protect it inside, but on the Good outside, point. you still got all that heat. Why ain't no steam when it hits the ocean? There's never no steam. And then on top of that, the first, the last one they took out of the ocean, they used with flotation device. They used helicopters to start with, y'all. So there was mm-hmm. a helicopter right there in the spot. Supposedly, we can, we know it anyway. The helicopter got it before it sunk. But they posted, we supposed to believe that. And then on top of that, the, the last one were flotation devices that didn't melt, rubber that did not melt up against. Probably God knows what That's kind of so degree true. it would have been. It, it, we we lie to with our own facts. So so do they just get like is, in an airplane and fly by and throw it out, and then we all are like, oh, look at that. <laughs> you, you, you still, but it, in a way, that's why. But it, you couldn't be above the atmosphere if that was the case, because they, you know what I mean. You couldn't go above what a uh, forty thousand feet, probably like a. Well, we airplane. just need the we just need the video. You know, we don't need yeah. to see around right, the video. So, I hear you some more stuff. Y'all can go with okay. it. Vanera Bush, B-A-N-N-E-V-A-R, the Bush. And you cannot connect them with the old man Bush no more. Google has took it out. They are kin, but you cannot prove it no more. I cannot even prove it. I can't even buy that information no more. Him and John Trump. All right, we ain't going to get into John Trump because y'all going, oh, he's a scientist that would just beat. No, that's a lie. But anyway, so in 72 was the last time we ever done a successful moon landing. Guess who died in 74? Got second in 73, Vanera Bush. He's been doing it. He was over the moon landing. And guess why everybody's so sure about it? It's because he took Nestle Tesla's, all his inventions, and they, they, they gave patents to these people. These people's families never have to worry about money the rest of their life, ever. They got patents in their name that came from Nikola Tesla that keeps their mouth shut. Their families are rich for life, generational wealth. They're never going to end with money. Money is never going to be a problem. If y'all think Tenfold was made by the National, you fooling yourself. Nikola Tesla came up with 10-4. Nikola Tesla came up with iPhones. Y'all better study that man. Quick, fast, in a hurry before they before they, they, they get rid of all of it. And the one thing that he was trying to get out of NASA was what they call scientific capital. Scientific capital was not in the United States until after they took all Nikola Tesla stuff and started uh, a space program. Space program was designed to take money out of the United States, too, just like... It's like uh, it's like a uh, uh, global warming is. It's called scientific capital. They had science capital in the UK, but they didn't have it here or in the uh, Russia. But we didn't have it here, so we brought scientific capital. Here. We even got a business called scientific capital, and you can trace it back. It actually, man, Trump's involved in it. And so, uh, and then they got the thing called the triumph of a, of old order. Triumph, triumph of old order. They they that telling you that Trump is a big part of this plan. And 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 Vanilla Bush named this the triumph. The triumph. He's right in our face, and and he's sitting there, and it's a plan they put together, and and they're working it, and we and we we're playing right along with it. But and uh, also you can check out uh uh uh, uh Lisa Keller, and uh, she got a lot of patents. It, it, it connects back to Helen Keller, so she's you know what I mean. It's all this stuff now. You know what I mean. It's, 
We can get to the truth, bro. And it's all about following the lies back to the truth. And we you got, got it. Thanks, got, thanks Randall. You're life. giving me more I than I can swallow today, brother. Thanks. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question real okay. quick before we go to Cooper. Okay. Who was the guy, the, the really, really, really smart guy? I think we may have talked about this on the show. Scott Beeson. Yeah, well, other, other than me. Okay, Thank you. Jerry Sinclair. Oh. Yes. Oh, Chris Shaver? Yep, got them all. Okay. The, um, no, he was in the wheelchair, and they always see... Stephen Hawking? Uh, Stephen Hawking. Okay. Did we, did we talk about this on the air? What, that the he was wheeling around Epstein Island? Well, no, that, um, that, that he really... Other people were talking for him. Wait, what do you mean, like... Because he's been big on all the, you know, evolution mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. these things, and if we're really smart and all that kind of stuff. So I saw a video the other day of, before his computer supposedly talked for him, translated for him, he had a translator. The Helen Keller thing is what got me going on huh. it. And you hear him, he, he has some, some guttural sounds, mm -hmm, right. and then this guy goes on with sentences. Sounds like and, the and demons. The, and the like person is saying that, that only the only the um, <laughs> you know the, the guy doing the talking for him, supposedly speaking on behalf, is really doing all the stuff, and that Hawkins is not really. Oh, like the, really the, the Hawkins was smart just guy. a blob. Yes, and that so they were messaging, using him for messaging about because it looks all these things more interesting. Well, you can say whatever the, gover the government wants to say. Ugh. Well, you know, they say that it's possible with Helen Keller, too. Remember, she was a big oh, communist. She was a communist. Yeah. Now you meddling. But she went from can't see, can't hear, learning to do sign language in the hands, to advocating for communism. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a big jump. I mean, you're talking about governmental policy how to run all these things, how the world should be done. How, how is there a grasp of any sort of government? Who, who runs the city council? Who runs whatever? If you can't see, can't hear, can't whatever. Yeah, I understand communicating one-on-one, -on -one, but philosophizing about stuff seems she like a jump. She went on, you know, we have a house in Melissa Scholl's family from there. Uh -huh. She did go on to become a scholar. She did mm -hmm. read, and she was introduced to those circles, but she fully understood what she was advocating mm -hmm. for. Okay. But if you look into her life, she definitely did that study and was swayed by that. You're not the first person I've heard say that, though, Scott. I'm just asking. Asking questions that other people are asking. So is the earth flat, we're going to We're going to Cooper right after this. Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Let's get back out to your phones quickly. Let's go to Cooper. Cooper, thank you for your patience. I hope you are well. I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing good. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about, and get your opinions on this uh, IVF situation. Yes, sir. Uh, let me start off by saying that I'm pro-life. Yes, sir. These women are, and families who are going through this IVF procedure, most of them have gone through multiple miscarriages trying to have a child. Mm -hmm. When they harvest these eggs, they don't know which ones are viable and which ones aren't. And that's why they harvest more than one. Yes, and I don't have a, now, big, I don't have a big problem with harvest the harvesting of multiple eggs. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, so let's just say for uh, let's just say they harvest four eggs. 
and the, and okay. one of them is viable. They find one that's viable. Okay. They fertilize it. It's implanted, and mm-hmm. a child is born. Yes, sir. Now, what should they do with the other three eggs? Now, the the eggs are not fertilized, right? You said they're not that, fertilized. That, uh, I don't. I don't care what they do. That's that's my understanding. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what they do with those. And in this whole situation, and the reason there are any questions is, is apparently the process actually ends up with multiple, multiple fertilized eggs. Conception has occurred, and then they only plant part of those, implant part of those into the hopefully mom, and so they end up with a, with a number of embryos and the question is about them that's okay. that's well, my understanding they're they're fertilized eggs okay, and the question is what to do with them that, that well I'm, I'm asking you what I don't, do I don't know the answer I think those are I think those are human beings they're fertilized eggs well who's going to carry them to uh for nine months. Apparently no one. Well, I mean, that's that's the practical part of this. And we all, uh, I, I admit, I'm prejudiced. I've got two beautiful grandchildren that would not be here other than IVF procedures. Well, here, here was what my question was yesterday. <clears throat> and I don't know all the answers. I, I find it fascinating in 2024 I, I don't even, that, I don't that we have, you know, that you and I are working on this. But... My question was, I get the statistics of trying to fertilize multiple eggs at once because that's just the easiest, cost-effective, do it in one lump just and then see what you got. I get that. My question was, could it not be done in smaller batches and then, hey, we're going to try for three. That's how many babies a mom could possibly carry. If all three eggs actually take, I know those aren't scientific terms, but they all three take, then we'll implant all three, and then we'll see if all three of those take, and you may end up with triplets. I, I just, I'm trying to say maybe the answer is not have as many, quote, fertilized eggs left over. Is there a way to do it? where you don't have, quote, leftovers. That was my only question, because I'm for the process being able to, I'm for women being able to get pregnant, I'm for scientific advancement, but there is a question of what you do with the extras, and I would love to know, is there not a way not to have so many extras? Then we don't have a, then we're not dealing with this. Well, uh, from my own personal experience uh, with my daughter, I know, I'm not exactly sure how many they harvested, but right. she went through about six miscarriages each time they implanted one. Right. And she finally gotcha. went to a surrogate because gotcha. she couldn't carry it to term. Right. Uh, I I don't know. I, I <laughs> it's a very difficult question. Yep. But um, I just feel very sorry for all these women and families who want children, and now that's in question. Yeah, but again, in the state of I, Alabama. 
Yeah, and I think you can agree with me, and and I don't have all the answers to these things, but but medicine and the scientific community could put their minds to okay, how do we how do we limit having all these leftover fertilizer, all these embryos? You know, is there a way to at least limit it? And and really, this case was about that they have some liability for taking care of these, just like any hospital does. Yeah. Um, they well, have I, liability I for taking care of babies. They have liability for taking care of you. I mean, of anybody course. put I, in their charge, they, they a, do. If they made a mistake and destroyed what was somebody else's property, and, and I mean, to, it's putting it crudely, yes. they're alive. Somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody's baby, that. somebody's baby that they've allowed. They should be. And that's why some of this seems to be very political, Cooper, in that some of these folks, including UAB, are going out and making these statements when they're, this is not really that different. All this changed is, is the state has said, the court has said, hey, no, no, you're responsible for those embryos in your care. Just like everyone else in your care. So, but but a lot of people are making a statement. A lot of people are trying to, I don't know why they're trying to do it. But um, it's just uh, now we've got some questions we have to answer. And we're all grappling with it. What about about this? The embryos that you don't implant, you freeze. That's That's right. That's what happens to them anyway. So just freeze them forever. That's what it looks like is happening. And, and people, I didn't even know this, people were paying to have those kept, frozen, for an indefinite amount of time. But somewhere oh, along yeah. the line, we got to figure out what to do with those. Well, maybe and maybe not. Yep. And so you probably would agree with me. Maybe we can figure out how to uh, statistically not have as many leftovers. Well, that would be nice, and I, I'm definitely not opposed to that, and I'm, I agree. I think smarter people than you and I can figure this out. Well, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I think you're pretty smart, Cooper. So I just I do find it funny that you and I are grappling with something that they have known for decades and didn't seem to bother one way or another. I, I don't think they thought of it. They may, They may not have. Cooper, I appreciate you, buddy. Hey, I'm also glad you got some uh, wonderful grandbabies. Thank you. Hey, see you, buddy. Thanks for calling. It's so hard, though, because even in that conversation, Cooper said, yes, the hospital should be held liable Mm -hmm. if they basically killed somebody's children. Right. If they're negligent. Right. Right. So they're children. Mm -hmm. Well, then they have to be children even if you don't want them. Right. So it gets hard. It gets hard, but you can't pick and choose like Mayor Woodfin wants to. Mm -hmm. And then if you can't pick and choose, you have some really hard decisions to make. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to like yesterday on the Twix, I was reading, you know, a lot of people saying that IVF should be illegal, like the whole procedure is wrong. And that's, that's, I think my answer is better than that. Well, I mean, it's just a discussion that right. people are having to wrestle with this, and maybe we're the weird ones. We've never thought of it, but it, it brings up a lot when we of... we get to that... Oh, we got 10 seconds. Oh, we got to take a break. Eric the Duck, Kyle, we'll talk to you on the other side. Welcome back in, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Very, um, look, 
we want to hear from y'all. And other people in the state want to hear from you because these are questions. And look, I'm not going to tell you I know all the answers. I kind of think where I would be, whatever. It's a very, um, it is a complicated thing. It is an emotionally charged issue, which also bothers other people. Um, Allison has seen folks who said, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing it all at all. I don't, I'm not advocating for that either. It was just the, where does, where does science end and God begin? Yeah. And it's, it's funny to me that we're always told science is the answer, science is the answer, science is the answer. They can do whatever. If there's just enough money spent, science is the answer. Well, then figure out how to limit these extras. You know, yeah. take another step. Yeah. I, I know what's easy. Put it all in a jar, squish it up. Maybe you don't You don't do it that way. I, I, I get it. You end up with a lot of options. Maybe that's not how we ought to be doing it. Maybe there should be fewer. That's just kind of where I am. Let's go to Kyle. Kyle, really quick, brother. How are you, man? Oh, Not I'm you good, be really no, quick. Man. I'm going to you really quick. Yeah, oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, just wanted to tell y'all good morning. And, good morning. Uh, maybe, maybe we've got, we're looking at things, uh, uh, we're dissecting things too much. Say you're okay. a Christian woman, uh, say you're a Christian woman and you, you believe that God's will should be done. Say you find yourself barren or unable to produce children. Maybe that's God's plan for you not to have children. Maybe that's God's plan for you to foster kids or to otherwise serve the Lord without producing a child. So you kind of have adopt. to ask yourself that question, too. Absolutely, you adopt. So that's the that's main question, I would think. That, or, or one question I would think that you'd have to ask yourself. Why is why does the Lord choose me not to be able to reproduce? Mm. That's a really good question. And again, it, it causes, there's a very emotional question. And that's when that's you what? tread where, whatever Scott told me yesterday, tread where angels fear to, tre- to tre- tread. Right? Kyle, Greg, I can't, I can't disagree, brother. We we are really bad. I mean, go you go all the way back to Abraham and Sarah. I mean, they decided to take a different path. Help God out. Yep, because God needs help. Look where that ended. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you, Kyle. Hey, was uh, was Hagar the first? Well, not officially, but she's kind of a surrogate. Yeah, perhaps. So I think before, well, good. They hung up. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Come run into some territory that we haven't covered. And you gonna make it better or worse? I'm gonna make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could make it better because I found an article and I knew I'd seen it. This is an old article. It's 11 years old. We oh, are I'm bracing myself. I'm really nervous. We are. My foot shaking. We should consider this when we're talking about infertility. And I need you to hear me. Okay. That I am not saying, and it, it would be irrational to suggest that every woman who is unable to conceive went through this. Okay. But when CNN tells you to tell your doctor about your past abortions because you're infertile, you should probably tell your doctor about your past abortions mm. because abortion is a major contributing factor to infertility if you've had more than two. There is scar tissue that is built up. And when once CNN says the plumbing worked and now it doesn't, Mm -hmm. and you know you've had abortions and that's one of the dirty little secrets, there's abortion, there's birth control, 
and those things lead to cancer, it's also a huge and silent issue is abortion as a contributing factor to infertility. And that's another reason why we're here. And that's another reason why IVF has grown. It's because people cannot have children and then that throws in a whole other ethical dilemma. Oh, and uh, yeah, and you got to get to the root cause of mm. some of this as well as some of the things that people are talking about today in our food, inflammation caused by all the mm-hmm. preservatives and the things that, that we eat. And now you've got the shots, the clot shots mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. I mean, we're, we're doing things to ourselves to make us more infertile. Yep. Men and women. Yes. I mean, men are having what the lowest... I mean, what the sperm average count. man, yeah. young man now has the same sperm count as some old guy in 1930 or something? Or it's, it's, there's got to be a reason, but it's, we don't, we're not going to worry about any of that. The 